Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have honest, explicit, wholesome conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find all of the resources we have been generating for you since 2006. You'll find our complete podcast archive, our resources indexed by topic in our sex index, and all of our online courses that are awaiting you for the moment when you are ready to level up your erotic skills or go on your next erotic adventure with us by your side. Come on over to pleasuremechanics.com and use the code speaking of sex for 20% off the online course of your choice. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about one of the topics we get asked about probably most frequently, but one that doesn't have like one clear answer, but we wanted to dive in anyway, because that's how we do what we do here at episode 400 and something, right? We want to talk about erotic confidence. One of the oldest emails in my inbox, I think it's probably 10 years old at this point, is like, all right, tell me the secrets of sexual confidence and how does being sexually confident relate to confidence in the rest of our lives and creative confidence? And what is this relationship between sex and confidence? Tell me everything. And it's one of these questions that we get asked in all sorts of formats. But the chorus behind the question is, how do I become more sexually confident? So we want to explore what is in that feeling state? Like, what do we mean when we say feel sexually confident? Uh, We want to reveal our own awkwardnesses and vulnerabilities within this conversation and invite us all into a mindset about confidence and beginner's mind that invites us to over and over again, kind of reach towards awkward on purpose to build new arenas of confidence, but also to honor who we already are and our strengths and what we bring. Right. So many of us feel confident in certain areas of our life, but when it comes to the bedroom, perhaps there are some spaces we feel confident in and then other ways we feel a little bit insecure or awkward. And of course, who doesn't want to be amazing in bed and then feel really confident about it? It's something that makes sense that we all want. And how do we get there? But is it a myth or is it an attainable state? Like, I think when we have so much aspiration towards this like idea of a feeling state of sexual confidence, first, we need to get really specific about what that even means to people and what it means to you specifically, dear listener, right? When we think about feeling sexually confident, what would that feel like? look like? What would that enable for you? How would it feel different than how you feel right now? And I want to start this conversation by kind of owning and saying that I don't think sexual confidence is like an attainable state that you ever achieve and then you're there. I have grown, you know, leaps and bounds and lived lifetimes as an erotic creature. And yes, I have so much sexual confidence right now. But as I step into new adventures, as I meet new partners, as Charlotte and I deepen in our engagement, right, I'm constantly hitting new edges where that confidence starts feeling a little shaky, where I hit a place of awkward, where I hit a place of vulnerable. 
And I actually realize now I'm going to do that more and more on purpose because what it means is I'm growing and I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. And with that word, I want to put out kind of our main invitation for this episode is that when all of you are writing to us about seeking sexual confidence, we want to remind you that before confidence comes comfort. Before confidence is comfort. And between comfort and confidence is a state of competence, right? So we need to be willing to explore this whole arc, a whole process of becoming as humans that we go through again and again in life. As we grow, as we change, it's a state of going from a place of not knowing to discovery and comfort to building skills and competence and facility with things, right? Like things get more easy. I love that word facility, more easy, more facile. (laughs) And from that place, we become confident. We get that feeling state of I've got this. And built into this word confidence is trust, right? We'll also say you'll hold this in confidence, right? Or this memo is confidential. The word confidence is about trust and security. And so feeling self-confident is a feeling of trusting yourself. So erotic confidence, sexual confidence is being able to enter a sexual encounter and experience or just to walk around in the world as a sexual being, trusting yourself. And that is a lifelong process for all of us, especially in this world where we are not safe as erotic beings, right? So to trust ourselves, we have to feel safe. And in this world, we constantly have to build that safety as a moving ground under us and relationally, because this world is not a safe erotic zone that supports all of us inherently as erotic beings, right? Like we all know that. And so we have to build this sense of safety, build a sense of trust, and then feel confident on top of that. That's asking a lot of ourselves. So how about we start with getting more comfortable, comfortable, What is the feeling state of feeling comfortable with something that might be new to you, something that might challenge you, something that might feel awkward or vulnerable? How do we get comfortable with that? And there are so many pathways to getting comfortable. Listening to this podcast is one way that you're getting comfortable with sexual language, with different ideas, opening up your mind about what's possible, what you might like to experience, Mm -hmm. and then practicing and playing with certain skills in the bedroom as you build comfort and competence. I love this framework, by the way. I just love this gentle pathway to erotic confidence because it's something that feels so far away for many of us or feels like something we can't achieve or something that other people have. But this gentle pathway feels very doable. Like we can pick one area we want to cultivate and then move along this path. Well, and again, starting where we're at and then noticing where our gaze is turning, like where is this area of growth? Where is this area of change? Is it, you know, you're setting out on the dating scene again or your longtime partner is asking to try something new? Is it that you're opening up your relationship? Is it that you're just getting more emboldened and don't feel like you want to waste any more time and want to live a little bit more vibrantly? Is it that you're facing trauma and wanting to like integrate some trauma so you can feel more pleasure again? Like what is your growth edge? 
And where are you starting from? Because as you said in the beginning, we all have arenas of confidence, if not competence and comfort, right? Like where are you most comfortable as your full self? Where do you feel most competent? What are you good at? And where do you even feel a sense of confidence, of trusting yourself, of I've got this? And that arena is different for all of us. It might be the kitchen where you know how to bang out a great meal. Maybe it's singing. Maybe it's doing your job that you like really have dedicated a lot of time and build a lot of skills in and faced a lot of awkward moments to get to a place of confidence and mastery. Maybe it's that sport you've been playing since you were seven But if we look at any of these arenas of competence and confidence, what we see and what we can trace back for each of us is an interest, a desire, um, a curiosity that then grew into a lot of practice and skill building and showing up for this thing again and again, first as a beginner. And this invitation into beginner's mind in the erotic realm is a really important just kind of a permission slip we want to give all of us, ourselves included, right? I boldly call myself a lifelong erotic explorer because I've been in this since I was a preteen, right? Since I was a child. And that wasn't by choice. That wasn't by curiosity at first. That was under duress. But I have made it into a lifetime exploration and commitment. Like it's the only thing I geek out on. And I still approach it as a beginner all the time. I'm just picking up rope for the first time and learning rope bondage. And I'm like awkward with it and fumbling and my hands that I trust so much to do so many things (laughs) so proficiently, right? If you ask me what am I most confident with, it's my hands and their ability to give pleasure and be used as erotic tools, right? But put a rope in them and I'm fumbling. I can't tie a simple knot. And that ability to kind of laugh at myself, to try again and again, to not get frustrated and to be seen as awkward and vulnerable, right? I think that's one of the mindsets that allows us to even start the process towards confidence. But it's scary to do sexually because we don't want to be seen as fools. We don't want to be seen as inexperienced. And so a lot of us create a lot of false bravado sexually that we would never bring to like, you know, we're going to a pottery studio for our first class. Like very few of us would be like, yeah, I got this. Throw, throw me some clay. I've got the wheel. I know exactly what I'm doing. I don't need any instruction, but we're kind of taught to do that in the bedroom and it does not serve us. And we see through it with one another. And then we're like, you're not confident at all. You're actually giving me a lot of false confidence, which doesn't make me trust you. And again, trust and confidence go hand in hand. And so what is the beginner's mindset we can all bring to sexual play, to skill building, to showing up again and again, even for our longtime lover? I have my wife of 16 years, my erotic exploring partner in bed. And I still ask you, like, what are you up for today? Like, what are you into? We still have this kind of question mark every time we have the chance to be close and have that moment together. We're still kind of in that what's real right now mindset and that serves us every time and enables confidence all right interrupt me here oh there's so much there (laughs) 
Well, bravado is something that I think we see in our culture around sexuality all the time. And if we kind of begin to understand it as like overcompensation, wanting to be really skilled and confident, but actually not being, we can kind of pierce that bubble and then get focused on bringing a humility to our sex life and knowing that, of course, there's a million things that we may not feel confident about right now Mm -hmm. because there is an infinite amount of pleasure and things to explore and experiences to have together so oh, wait, wait wait I want to interrupt you because what happens when we're not even confident with the basics right like because I was talking about rope bondage but so for a lot of us just showing up as who we are as a sexual being and being seen by another person is that edge yeah just being ourselves like admitting our desires even tapping into and knowing our own desires right And we have not lost sight of that after all of these years as sex educators talking to the tens of thousands of you in this community worldwide. And thank you for those of you who are in touch with us and share your stories and your questions. Um, Because what we know is that for a lot of us, our edge of vulnerability, our awkwardness, our comfort is right at the beginning. It's like just the even with long term partners. And I just want people to hear that and feel seen in that. And I still struggle sometimes with that too, right? Because our culture, again, has not supported us in developing erotic confidence right from the beginning. In fact, it's antithetical. This is an arena that's full of misinformation and myths and fear culture and a culture that on purpose divides us from our sexual confidence and truth, right? So it's a reclaiming process, a relearning process, in many cases, an unlearning process. So we can even start at that starting point of here I am ready to be seen and held in love just as I am. Like, how do we get more comfortable just showing up? And thank you for showing up for this podcast and listening, because that's a first step. Buying your first sex book, right? Um, Buying your first sex toy, equipping yourself with the tools and toys that you know help bring you pleasure and make you a better lover just like if you wanted to learn basketball you know one of your first purchases would be a ball and some sneakers that's kind of the basics to get started and so how do we start equipping ourselves with the basic knowledge and awareness but also the tools and toys and equipment for this journey And before we continue, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor for this episode, who make one of those standby tools for the journey ahead, a beautiful silicone lubricant that we have had on our bedside table for a decade, uberlube.com. At uberlube.com, you will find the world's highest grade silicone lubricant, It's a pure product that you can use anywhere on the body. It's condom compatible. You can even use it on your hair to create silky smooth curls or in your squeaky door hinges. The uses for this stuff are never ending. We are never caught without a bottle of Uber Lube by our bedside or in our pleasure toolkit. And we encourage you to check it out at uberlube.com and use the code pleasure for 10% off and free shipping. That's uberlube.com, U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E, uberlube.com. Use the code pleasure for 10% off and free shipping. And you will find links to some of our favorite pleasure toys and tools 
and all of their sponsors and their generous discounts at pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox. That's pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox, where you will find our favorite pleasure tools to equip you for the journey ahead. So as we were developing this episode and talking about confidence, I really kept feeling into this idea that confidence is kind of an emerging state that we get to explore again and again as we grow through life, right? And part of this is being a parent and watching our child grow up. And it's like the things we have very shaky legs about at first quickly become areas of confidence to the point where their background mechanical function and we don't even have to think about them like walking or stacking blocks or these things that I watched our child fumble with and learn through repetition and focus and attention, right? And I think parenting is an exquisite opportunity, but not the only one to kind of witness the human capacity to learn and to grow and to gain confidence and self-trust really in different areas and different arenas and we all specialize it's one of the things I love most about humans like I love humans I, <laughs> I mean I love humans including you beautiful listener and what I love most about you is what makes you very specifically you because as humans, we specialize and we specialize in like this incredible spectrum of diverse skills and brilliant offerings that kind of make the whole world go around, right? Like we need all of us and we need us to be us, right? Like we need each of us to shine in the ways that we're really good. Because I tell you, there are things I'm never going to get good at. And I kind of know that as soon as I start trying and I can still develop confidence in those areas in my fumble, but they're not like my natural abilities, right? And then there's other areas where with a little bit of practice, there's dexterity almost immediately. And there's that feeling of like, oh, this is for me, right? And I encourage us all, especially in the bedroom, to embrace those areas that are like, what are most uniquely you? What lights you up? And then start playing there with kind of the sense of who you are, like, how do we root this journey and who we are? And again, where are you most comfortable already at whatever age? Like, you know, we have listeners of the show who are 19 and we have listeners of the show who are in their 90s. And I love you all. Right. And it's um, so no matter where we are in life, how many skills we have picked up and then set down, like what have you developed comfort, competence and confidence in? How do you best learn? And for us all to remember those early stages of shaky legs and have compassion for that and invite it into the bedroom and to, in fact, do that on purpose together with your lover, like learning something new together where you're both like, I don't know what we're doing, but we're going to find out. And with that, yes, you're developing the physical skills, but also there's an attitude you're bringing to it. There's an open mindedness. There's a compassion. There's a kindness there's a I can figure this out kind of attitude that you can gain strength from and know that even if you don't totally know what you're doing, that you'll figure it out mm -hmm. and you'll keep trying and you'll bring your focus and attention and keep growing and learning. And mm -hmm. that can feel good. 
Mm-hmm. That can build a sense of confidence over time. But there is practice that wants to happen. And we need to keep bringing that kindness and compassion into that space over and over again so we don't get frustrated and give up or get embarrassed and be done. And what does that look like in this arena, right? Because if you want to learn a new sport, you can join a league at any age, right? right? If you want to learn a new art or an instrument, there are classes for that. Almost every town, or if you're willing to drive far enough out of the country, as we've done to go sit at a pottery wheel. Out of the country? You know, out of the rural country. Got it, out of the countryside, got it. (laughs) I drove an hour to go to that pottery class, you know, and I didn't, I walked in with a certain attitude of like, I'm willing to learn. I have an interest, a curiosity, but how do we bring that to sex when there's so few arenas where we can learn, especially together from people who are further along in their journey or who have developed skills that we aspire to, right? This very human process of learning, which calls on the mirror neurons in our brain, our ability to watch one another do something and then mimic it. Um, And that's usually an embodied process. Very few of us learn a new sport by watching a sport and taking notes, right? So even if we have access to books or videos, we need an embodied process of learning a new skill. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful because as we started this business 15 years ago, we were both trained in massage and I was teaching erotic massage courses and I was teaching workshops for, you know, weekends, weeks at a time, 10 days at a time, two weeks at a time to groups of people. And I was, so I had this experience of how do we actually teach something like erotic touch? How do we actually teach massage, right? You don't go to massage class and start watching a master masseuse just give a session, right? That's kind of a treat on the last day of class. You get to see a whole, feel a whole session. What we do is we go to massage class and we start breaking things down stroke by stroke, part by part. You learn skill sets and then apply them and then practice over and over again. And my first massage class, I was terrified. I've told this story on the podcast. I almost didn't walk in because I had this story in my brain of this isn't for me. I'm not good at this. No one's going to want to massage my fat body. I had all this body shame that prevented me from saying yes to this thing. Um, But on day two, I was like, yeah, (laughs) yes, because I had a great master teacher who then became my mentor and taught me how to teach. But a great master teacher who invited us in step by step and made those first steps wins. And that's the attitude that we have always tried to bring to pleasure mechanics, to all of our online courses, to our massage course and our erotic touch videos that are in the foreplay course. Like we want to set you up for erotic wins so you can watch these videos, practice along like stroke by stroke. We really break things down stroke by stroke. So in your hands, in your body, in your relationship, you have opportunities to practice towards erotic wins, towards building skills. Like first we get you comfortable and that's for most people, this podcast, right? Let's get comfortable together you hear our voices, you join the conversation. And there's a relationship built, right? I so look forward to the day we can gather in person and we can give some of you hugs. Mm. Because we love you. We feel you. We know some of you. I see you in my inbox. I'm like, what's up, Dan? (laughs) 
how's it going? I've known your stories for 10 years, some of you. But so there's a trust built. And then when you step into something like one of our online courses, you get to build skills with us by your side, these familiar voices. And with that comes competence. And then you bring that to your lover and you get wins. I, this phrase I love, like your courses became a phrase book for my wife's body. Mm. I'll never forget that email. Because then what that builds is like a win. You get to start passing the ball around on the court. You get to start shooting and seeing the ball go in the hoop. And all of a sudden you're playing basketball and you're touching one another in ways like for most of us learning massage, this is a growth edge because none of us have massage education growing up. Very few of us have the luxury of getting massages. And so something like learning massage together and gliding up your lover's back and hearing their sigh and feeling the relief in their body, stroke by stroke, we guide you in building this confidence. And this is our offering to you, right? Like we can't tell you the master path to erotic confidence because that's different for all of us. We all have different edges of growth. We all have different shame and inhibitions to manage and to like work with here, right? But for all of us, this sense of showing up with curiosity, trying something new, building new skills, showing up with more competence. For me, that's how we develop erotic confidence. This sense of I've got this, I can trust myself. Because not only have we learned and relationally in that process, but when we now have a bigger toolkit. And I can't emphasize that enough, like part of preparedness, part of trusting ourselves, part of getting into an erotic encounter with confidence is this feeling of like, I can give and receive pleasure. I can show up for this moment, no matter what it is, no matter what this person needs. And I've got skills for that. I've got tools for that. I know how to do this. And we need to get there slowly by practicing in all of these different arenas, right? Whether it's the physical skills of massage, right? We've been talking about, but something in like our mindful sex course, which we'll be talking about more next month and mindful in May. Um, we're going to be talking more about the skills of like awareness and paying attention and receiving, right? Because a partner being great at touching you doesn't go very far if you don't have the skill of staying present in your body and receiving and managing distractions so you can build some arousal out of all that gorgeous touch being offered to you, mm. right? And this is sort of for 15, 16 years, we've been really like looking at what are the building blocks? How do we operationalize? How do we like really learn erotic confidence and joy together, right? We say pleasure, joy, connection. There are these feeling states so many of us yearn for. And so we are committed to being your guides towards erotic confidence. And we are right there with you, fumbling with the new skills, drawing on our strengths, being vulnerable together, laughing together. Charlotte and I laugh in bed all the time because we're constantly hitting these places of like joyful, I don't know. <laughs> but let's discover, right? It can be an adventure. When you like an adventure is not a destination. You don't know where you're going on an adventure. But ideally on an adventure, you have a good toolbox and some trust and confidence and a good teammate and you can set off. So let us be with you on your erotic adventures and thank you for listening to this podcast and helping us build the comfort and trust to even get started. To even get started towards erotic confidence is a huge gift you're giving yourself in this world. 
But it is so unrealistic to think that we can get to erotic confidence without practice. Like if we yeah. think of anyone who's making incredible music or an incredible athlete, like we know that they practice, they do drills, they have experiences where they're literally practicing the physical skills so that then they can create artistry. They can go and use rhythm and play, you know, it, so we need to just be gentle with ourselves to know that we get to do this with sexuality too. Mm -hmm. We love you. We are here for you. You'll find it all at pleasuremechanics.com. And we are here for you in your path towards more erotic joy, pleasure, and confidence. Yes, we'll see you next week with another episode of Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. Mm -hmm.